why delay things, right? We'll just jump right in. Is that what we do? I mean, yeah. Or, right? Or we thought we were talking numbers. <clears throat> oh, wait, yeah. Go do the intro first. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming. Woo! Trailer Park Podcast, episode 117. <laughs> feeling it tonight, baby! How you doing, Daniel? Uh, I'm also feeling good tonight, baby. That's great. Amanda, how is your baby? She's kicking, she is here, she's part of the party. Excellent. Chelsea, are you engaged this evening and ready to put on a show? Yeah, whatever. Oh, great energy. <laughs> Uh, intern, say something quick that we can all chuckle at, and then we'll move on to talking about the number 117. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> was, was, wait, was it, did something happen? Fwap, fwap. I'm sorry, Daniel. Sorry, I was just, I didn't know that someone responded. Okay, go ahead. Here's the deal. So we've been doing this for a while, and you guys know. You guys know how these shows start out, and every time I ask you, did you bring anything tonight for the number 117? And I hear a bunch of crickets. So I just thought I would <clears throat> ask again, hoping that maybe you guys have done a little bit of preparation tonight. Nathan, I know how adamant you are. Ahem. There's 117 pounds in a, what is that, kilo? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Nathan, Nathan. <laughs> I know that you're a man of principle and how hard you strive to keep this thing from this show from ever hitting the mainstream. I would never <laughs> ever disrespect you by preparing anything or even checking to make sure that everything that I have for the show works. It's also not right. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was all about, but the fact that we paused so that you could work out how to say kilo. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's so difficult. It's uh, you, it's, the, it's the atomic number of uh, of Tennysonin. Tennysonin. Good. Yes. Yeah. Bring us down. She is losing it over here. <laughs> also, one hundred and seventeen is the smallest possible length of the longest side of a Heronian tetrahedron. I don't know why it's so hard. Tetrahedron. It's Heronian. <laughs> In fact, uh, there's a there's a novel written by Milton Smith in 1949 called The Mystery of Element 117. Uh, in that book, a window is opened up into a new hyperplane of hyperspace containing those who have already died on Earth. Like wow. just like a straight, straight a portal? Um, I think it's more of a dimensional thing, but it could be a portal. It's a hyperplane of hyper... I already said it. Hyperplane of hyperspace. Say it back to me. No, a hyperspace hyperplane. Hyperplane <laughs> of hyperspace. One more right. time. Uh, I wish I could go of there hyperspace. now. Hyperspace. That would be a hyperspace hyperplane. What was that, Chelsea? I wish I could go there now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hydroplane through this hyperspace window. I have not heard of that Smith story, but there was another one, maybe Heinemann or Heinlein. I'm not sure. Um, but there's a, it's a scientist. He's just sitting at his desk one day, and he has a bottle of element, I think 112 or something on his desk. And then he looks at it, and it's different. 
and it's an element that has never existed on Earth before. And there's like this momentary blip where these two elements get exchanged between these two universes and it, and it unravels uh, all existence. You're talking about that show again? No. He's talking, about, he's talking about 112. Oh. Yeah. I'm realizing now that I had a great story for that show. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, here's... 117 happened to do anything with... Uh, is the Hyporian uh, triangle hedron uh, is anything to do with time travel? Look, being immersed in the energy of 117 means you're likely to see solutions and conclusions that don't agree with the way things are and may be contrary to social norms. See, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that it is a tolerant, idealistic, and self-determined energy. <laughs> You're making me smile. <laughs> Imagine, if you will. Passionate and humanitarian. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I cut out a bunch, but I appreciate what you're doing. Imagine, if you will, the welfare of humanity sharing priority with your own independence. That's 117, folks. And let's move forward because we got some shit to talk about. Apparently, we're on the clock as well. <coughs> I hear about this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, it's almost time for another Lost Trailers Nick Cage special. Oh, oh um, yeah. Um, they stack up so quick. I, My balls jumped when you said that. <laughs> there's a there's a lot out there, um, and I just wanted to gauge how into that the group was because there's a lot of Nick Cage movies that have come out. I think it's time. <clears throat> I'm down. Yeah, I'm down too. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that 90% of them are you know on either unwatchable or completely forgettable. But of course, mm -hmm. yeah. Rose, sister Rose. Of course, another plant, Rose. <laughs> yeah. Good old Nick Cage. <laughs> uh, she was a host though. You know, that was a good punch. It was solid. It was yeah. a solid punch. Um <clears throat> also we need to talk about Jeremy Renner. Oh, God, uh, the good. hair actor. Uh he's launching a music career. Good for him. Like a solo career. Like Joaquin. Or is he in a band? And I'm digging it. I'm digging what he's doing. Solo. What is his hair doing, though? It hurts to watch. <laughs> Introducing exclusively for episode 117, the Renner Rest, or the Renner Recess, if you prefer. Uh, throughout tonight's episode, you can call for a Renner Rest or a Renner Re Recess, and we will listen to some of Jeremy's uh, contributions to the world of music. Mm. Uh, can we get a taste right now? <laughs> So it's uh, rock pop. <clears throat> it's just pop. It's like Daughtry. Like, I feel like he has an audience. It's just that that audience is stay-at-home, middle-aged housewives. You should, yeah, that, you should really watch the video. He's He's got a lot of moxie, Jeremy does. Is he joking, though? Like Joaquin Phoenix with the whole rap thing? Or is he legitimately... Oh, he's serious. Okay. Oh, he's, 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 he's never been more serious in his life. He's dead serious. <laughs> that, that music is like the kind of manufactured music that like old dudes in Hollywood that are like, you know, they get bored from fucking children or whatever. And then they, they whip out a couple of like new songs for a, for a boy band. That's the kind of music that that is written for. So what is Jeremy Renner doing singing these songs when he's this old? He's got incredible timing. His stock has never been this high. He just wants to be like Jared Leto. I guess that producer was just like, 
what are you like 45 uh, who knows get out of here <laughs> he sees his hair like waft as he goes to turn he's like wait wait i can do something <laughs> legitimate news story uh universal is pulling the hunt from theatrical release due to the recent mass shootings mm. Mm. and that's the bonus trailer tonight if you want to look at it you could watch the trailer for the movie they're pulling because of these mass shootings that's why it's there no that's it's, good um, i think we should watch. i think we should watch it I mean, we can't let it sit there and cause a bunch of controversy and know nothing about it. We should at least uh, speak from a point of, of knowledge. Well, if that's the case, then please uh, please proceed with the countdown and we'll watch it. All right. Here we go. Hey there. Help you? What state is this? Sorry. You don't understand the question? Oh, no, I didn't. Most people know where they are. Why ain't most people? You're in the glorious state of Arkansas, sweetheart. How'd you know they was lying? Well, this ain't Arkansas, so everyone is lying. Your idea is incredible. I can't argue with that. We pay for everything. So this country belongs to us. It's just business. Hunting human beings for sport. They're not human beings. <laughs> Every year, a bunch of elites kidnap normal folk like us. Where'd they get you from? Wyoming. Mississippi. Orlando. <laughs> and hunt us for sport. Hurry, hurry, hurry up. So it's true. We're being hunted. Hey, what are you awake? What is happening? Put him in the back with the rest. Now they can't see us. You just told them we're here. What was that? I think that was a rifle. Ah! You have no idea what you're up against. They're playing you. They'll tear you to pieces. We'll see. Of all the people you kidnapped, of all the people you killed, you picked the wrong gang. Lady, you're crazy. So no need for uh, for worried and excited here. We're just uh, evaluating this as a news story. I don't really see anything in there that looks like a mass shooting. It just looks like the greatest game. Yeah, I, I'm confused how they're related at all. I'm I'm wondering if that's almost just a cop out for we don't really know how to market this movie. Our trailer is crap. Um, <laughs> even though I actually think the movie could have been really good, the trailer's just I don't know. Uh, trailer's kind of blah. It's a shame that they had to have this involved in any sort of politicization period because honestly they could have just hawked this thing as the greatest game or uh what's the what's the one with ice tea oh shit surviving the game oh no i was going somewhere else with judgment night <clears throat> uh, that's another one uh hard target hard target of course uh mm. jean-claude van damme's masterpiece 
Uh, no, I just watched Time Cop last night, and that is Jean-Claude Van Damme's masterpiece. Thank you very much. Uh, that, well, yes, that in, is more of his, like, in his, uh, in his, his artistic days. He's got so many. Break his career apart in, in a different period. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I guess, you know what, I think Amanda hit it on the head there with the with the promotional side of it. If it's If it was to come out at the end of September, they would have to promote it. And how do you promote a movie with so much... Uh, gun violence, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how that applies either, though, because there's no specific instance in this trailer where a mass shooting is taking place. It's just a bunch of people uh, taken down and killing a bunch of elites. If anything, right. that's that's it's because uh, it's, it's so testy down here because everyone wants to jump down everyone else's throat all the time. So anytime there's a shooting, it's basically like the left and the right both waiting to find out if the shooter was affiliated with the left or the right so that they could jump down the other one's throat. Hmm. Recently, we had two big ones, and it was one one each. So everyone's in like a stalemate of like, ah, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like itching to fucking throw down uh, culturally. And um, they probably feel that this movie would maybe fan those flames. I don't know. So wait, are they... <clears throat> so they're, they're not going to theatrically release it but are they still going to release it like to they're gonna they're, on demand or hulu or netflix or whatever something like that yeah they're gonna amazon they're gonna the interview it uh i don't think they've said i think they just said that they would they would pull it from the release schedule and i don't know what that means did someone call for this was there like yeah uproar? that yeah that i don't think either all they did was release the trailer they hadn't done any active promotion i don't i don't recall anybody calling for it either so no one knew what this movie was. No one was expecting no one it, and it. they were like, "Nah." We're just, they're, yeah, they're 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 getting out of the way of potential outrage. <laughs> yeah, because because the rage is already spilling out in directions that have nothing to do with it. Because I was under the interpretation that um, it's hard to tell which side of the fence this movie is making fun of. Maybe it's both. Man, they're so afraid of bad publicity and outrage that they will just pull a movie and surrender any right. any profits from it just to avoid that. They let like That's... 17 irritated hard edge Twitter users alter their entire business schedule. So fucked up. Well, you but know, I we... Get it. I, I heard from conservatives that this was like, oh, this is all about making us look bad, making us look like we're worth hunting and that we're, we're animals and we're not real people. And then liberals were like, no, this makes us look stupid, this and that and blah. And I was like, well, which is it? And from the trailer, I don't know. Looks like it's making fun of both of them. Oh, you've heard of this movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. <clears throat> well, it's interesting. The whole thing's interesting, but I think after that, I think, you know what we really need? What? We need a red arrest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, I got no time for them squares. Two plus two must equal, I don't care. Yeah, I'll jump right off the edge, get me there. It's it's so bad. It's like he took those from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in the tunnel. <laughs> no way of slowing. Um, it's not. It's not that bad though. No, it is. <laughs> I'm digging I, it. I'm digging them. I'm kind of. I like that specifically. If you can cut that one out, that one sound out that goes. All right, a quick rapid fire before we get into the lineup. Rapid fire. Very appropriate. Yeah. Uh, live action Aladdin sequel. Anyone want Shut that? Up. Shut want up. Shut up. No. Okay. What about a what about a new season of American Horror Story that's set in a campground and is going to be slasher themed? 
Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, they had to pull way back in, huh? Because it was like there was that or like American Horror Story 3033. Yeah, American uh, Horror Story in space. I like, want that okay. too. Future space demons, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rapid fire. Amazon has casted the major characters in Wheel of Time. This oh, is exciting. That's a thing that's happening. It's yeah, happening. It's, it just happened, and they're all unknowns. Yeah, every single one of them. Save that money. They all look good. I'm excited about all of them. Nanave is black. Mm. Are you going to be able to handle that? Yeah. Yeah. Can be able to do that. I'll need six months to to deal with it, but that should be. Yeah, that, I'll be good by then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be, it's still a year and a bit away, so you're fine. If you said one of the characters was black, and then you said that one, I'd be like, where I currently am, like, huh? Yeah, yeah, probably. Perrin is also black. That I didn't think. Mm. Unacceptable. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's hard to find a white guy that can uh, be as jacked as, as Perrin needs to be. That's true. Was he jacked? He's, beast- He's a blacksmith. He's like. Yeah, a- I thought they were like, they had specific muscles to blacksmithing, which turned them into like walking rectangles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gendry yeah. isn't it huge? Right. Mm, yeah, but point. that's a that's a fake fantasy series, not based in reality. Okay, you better shut that's your mouth. The wheel of time. Right, <laughs> we're talking about the eyes to die. All right. Okay, uh, Dune. Dune has been pushed to Christmas 2020 from November. Not a big deal. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in a movie called Free Guy. Have you guys heard of this? No. Mm-mm. Free Guy is about a bank teller who discovers he's actually, he's actually an NPC character in an open world video game. Hmm. Okay. It sounds fun. It sounds <laughs> fun. And you said free guy. I kind of felt like free agent. I thought that he was like just going to not act anymore and just cameo and things forever. Right. And then just the babysitter is getting a sequel. Good. That's all I got. <clears throat> also, the babysitter's club, I think they're making a show out of. So That they should do. There you go. Updated. Super fucking sexy. <laughs> I don't know about the sexy part. Thongs. Hmm. Who wears thongs? Yeah. When they're, when they're babysitting. They're like, Jimmy, and they like bend over to make a sandwich, cut the crust off, and like, bam, whale well tail. tail. <laughs> How do I marry? <laughs> did you guys watch anything, actually, before we get into the movies? Did you watch movies? Yes. Yeah. Well, so I uh, watched Mission Impossibles 1 through 5. <laughs> oh, good for you. And then was unable to finish it out with Fallout because... It's not available for rent on the Amazon. It's on Canadian Netflix. It's not on American Netflix. Hmm. I don't think. I thought Americans had everything that Canadians had. I guess not. We got to go black market for that Canadian shit. I don't know. I mean, I didn't even really check, but... Hey, buddy. Hey, sorry about your challenge, okay? (laughs) Uh, Point of personal privilege. Uh, My pronouns are he, him, and we have uh, Mission Impossible followed on Netflix in Canada. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Uh, We saw... We watched Russian Doll. I think y'all probably already talked about that before. I, I just watched it. Daniel had already seen it. Yes. It was successful. She has softened to the Groundhog Day subject. No, I haven't. It was just very oh, well done. Okay. <laughs> so it was good. Meaning, it was excellent. AKA Natasha Leon was in it, so you softened to the Groundhog Day. Okay. Well, because they just, they did, there wasn't so much with the repeating. It was, oh. It was just done really, really well. Okay. So they didn't, uh, they didn't hammer it, they just used it. Yep. And she is fantastic. <laughs> and even though it's like, completely part of the trope like almost contractually part of the trope now for a groundhog day movie they use like a, a song as a kicker you know for like the beginning of a new loop and the song that they choose for it it's like i don't know it's just so good every time i hear it i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it's really really poignant story 
Very and it's, good storytelling. And it's funny watching, knowing that she's a lesbian, like just go dicking down on some like super Guido dudes. Yeah. <laughs> what else did we watch? I feel like we'd have watched other things. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh yeah, we saw Hobbs and Shaw. And, and Shaw. or did it see us? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I felt like they looked into our souls. The people of Samoa really uh, brought us home. Okay. So the two hour and forever long uh, runtime didn't didn't hurt you. Oh, it, well, it didn't really hurt me, but oh yeah, they shouldn't have been there. It shouldn't have been that long, no, but you know, I could tolerate it when it's that fun, when you're having a good time. Yeah. It did have a little bit of like a John Woo problem where that movie runtime is that because 35% of the movie is in slow motion. Yes. <laughs> there, there was too many doves flying in slow motion. Yeah. Couldn't see a damn thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was more sci-fi than any of the other Fast and, I mean, Fast and Furious movies for sure. Like Idris Elba has this motorcycle that is damn near sentient. Yeah. And it's that's true. It's all a damn near sentient motorcycle that is like would make Michael Bay come in his pants in terms of how it like is transformable. Uh Elba is himself literally a superhuman. Yep. And um it's just there's like an in there's like an eternal immortal club of it's very it's yeah, it's it is definitely way more sci fi than any, any of the other ones. Hmm. But, of course, as always, it's about family. No, oh, absolutely. Don't forget that. And speaking of my family, uh, my parents shocked me and went and saw Hobbs and Shaw because <laughs> my mother refuses to watch John Wick Chapter 3, and my dad really wanted to watch it, but she wouldn't go see it with him. So they, they settled on Hobbs and Shaw as like, okay, we can go watch an action movie, and my dad slept through like an hour <laughs> of Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> My mom was like, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. (laughs) To be fair to your parents, uh, it does almost step out of its uh, allowable bounds of self-awareness in the, like, opener to the movie. The opener sucks. The opener sucks. You're like, whoa, you guys, no, no, you can't Sharknado this shit. I was worried for the first 20 minutes. You cannot Sharknado this shit. And then after the the credits uh, and the title screen pops up, then then whatever the next scene is, like, resolves it. You're like, okay, okay, that was was a bit much. Let's not go back there. Yeah. And and you'll hear The Rock, you know, pretty much lecture everyone in the world on how to properly say Samoa. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he says it differently than everybody else in the movie for two and a half hours. Well, not than the other Samoan people. They all say it the way he does. Yeah. Yes, true. And isn't The Rock and Jason Momoa right now like leading marches and stuff to save Hawaii or something? They're trying to save a particular like place that that the government wants to build a um, telescope. And it's like uh, sacred lands, you know, protected lands. They want to put telescope on. Telescope doesn't sound like a big deal. There's no Hawaiians in Hawaii anyway. Yeah, and that's that's a tough one because you're like, oh, it's a telescope though. It's to do with space. I'm sure the ancestors would love it. I don't think it's an easy answer, but but that reminds me also, yeah, this missed opportunity for not having Jason Momoa, correct, as one of his brothers, then also throwing in Jason Manzukas as one of his brothers, and then if you really wanted to like just really bend it, uh, Jason Schwartzman. You're only saying that because we watched Darjeeling last night. <laughs> That's too many Jasons. I just want to see him come out after like the joke has already been hit on a three on a three beat and it's like perfect. I just want to have Jason Schwartzman just come out in the background like holding one of those Hawaiian weapons and it's too heavy for him and that's it. Jason cubed. Yeah, uncredited. In the- <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna share um, two movies that I'm gonna recommend and two movies that I'm gonna pay penance on. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
and a TV show that I would like to recommend. Okay. First movie that I think Chelsea and I both are going to recommend is Booksmart. Oh, yeah. It was so sweet. It was fantastic. That sounds familiar. It's like the most recent female super bad thing. Oh, yes. I was talking about, yeah. 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 It was, it, it delivered. It executed. It was great. Okay. Please go watch it. Uh, Shazam, you were right. Oh, so right. <laughs> Andrew, I'm sorry. Shazam is a piece of trash. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how Dwayne Johnson appears in a movie with that train wreck. He was in that movie? No, like he's going to be Black Adam. Oh, in the next one. And then Shazam's supposed to, like, it's just not. Oh, right. It's, okay. it's the kind of thing that they abandon because. No, he'll make it better. Maybe the next one will be really good. Yeah, yeah well, I guess it wasn't like the worst. But no, every, it was the worst. Well, the, everything that was good about it was in the trailer. The whole the whole movie was outside of the trailer. Like, it was awkward. And awkward, yeah. Yeah. Talking to his friend. He's like, check it out. I'm jerking off my adult dick. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, let's get some more penance over with. Um, the Lion King. Wow. Hmm. Oh, two for two. I went for some nostalgia, and all I wanted to do was watch the cartoon. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just kept comparing everything to the cartoon the whole time. Well, it's it's troubling when you know the original so well. Yeah. Like, every time they say a line differently or do a different inflection, you're like, mm, mm. mm, mm. Yeah, that... Like, Fuck you. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the you know the interns gripe over the moving lips with the animals that that comes into play as well. A little bit, yeah. but my biggest issue was that they the stuff that they added to the movie, the dialogue they added, yeah. was like super bizarre yeah. and unnecessary and political. Yeah, and like oh. <laughs> why and always there was like a a bunch of bullying comments. Oh yeah, yeah, the bullying. He was like, I'll always stand up to a bully, and I'm. Uh, I don't get it. And then they also over-explain the reveal at the end. They add more explanation as to why it's okay. It's because uh, kids now are dumber. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what they're saying with with adding stuff like that, yeah. which is ridiculous. And, and it they feels... Hate they hate us and they think we're stupid. <laughs> yeah. It feels set up for Beyonce's original song for this new Lion King to be paraded around and be given an oscar so oh it probably will be i'm not into that either there's a great scene though in the middle that they added where they follow a tuft of lion hair like (laughs) through the intestines of a mammal into shit and then a beetle carries it oh it's like five minutes long yeah oh it's during the beyonce song (laughs) yeah that's what in the live action Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah Also, the live-action movie has a different effect on you in certain scenes that I thought was fun because in the cartoon, you know, Timon and Pumbaa, they go and distract all the hyenas, right? They they do their yeah. little they do their little hula dance, like if yeah. you're looking Hoo-wow. for a, yeah, if you're looking for a perfect tasty treat, come and get your pig meat, whatever, and then they they run off and they're like, ooh, ah. and in the cartoon you're like, ah, ha, 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 Timon and Pumbaa, but in the live-action you're just like, there are fucking five like hungry hyenas chasing them down. They are going to get eaten. Like, they're not going to survive that. They're not going to make it through this. Did, yeah. Did they dance? What's that? Did they dance? No, it was more of just a, a lippy. They took all that fun yeah. sass uh, and yeah. ridiculousness that was in the cartoon out because it, they're yeah. real animals. Yeah. there was just It felt like there was just something wrong the whole time. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. Anyways. Yeah. It was, it was upsetting. Because I dragged her to it and it was not what I wanted it to be. And... 
Will Smith comes out like as a hyena, but they don't change his face. Like it's just his face. <laughs> I can only take solace in the fact that we went to a, like a, a pre-noon showing and it was like eight bucks. So I was like, I guess I got my value. And recliners. Yeah. Luckily, it's just Seth Rogen in there. <laughs> what? what? Watching himself. He's saying that Seth Rogen's oh, vain, I think. Right. Okay. Uh, Hot Summer Nights starring Timothy Chalamet. Do you know? It's good. Do you know what this is? I don't know what it is, but I don't trust that kid. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Okay. Hot Summer Nights is just uh, kind of almost like indie level movie. I think it's A24. And it has, uh, it's not like a, a recommendation to watch it because it's like the most amazing movie ever. It's a recommendation to watch it because it has the best 90s nostalgia uh, ever done in a movie that I've seen. Ooh, and yeah. the first half of it is just like, oh, it's just got this groove and this director's got serious potential. And then, you know, kind of like most movies, the second half, it fails to bring it home. But the first half is uh, I, I recommend just checking out for the 90s nostalgia period. And Amanda, you need to come around on Chalamet because he's Paul Atreides in Dune. So you got to you got to figure it out before uh, Christmas he's of 2020. Too skinny. Yeah, you got to figure like it out. So frail looking, like sickly looking. He's going to ride a worm and you got to figure it out. I need to look this guy up. He needs to gain 40 pounds before I will think about him as a man. Kyle McLaughlin was pretty uh, he was pretty thin when he played Paul. Wow. And then finally, oh. the TV show uh, that I'm recommending is from Cinemax, and it is Jet, J-E-T-T, starring Carla Gugino. Uh, it's awesome. Think, uh, Joan Jett. what's that, uh, What's that show that you got me? Oh, yeah, Banshee. It's like Banshee except better. It's like, it's like <laughs> Banshee if, if Banshee was, was done like really well. But that's why Banshee was great was because it was not done well. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But I'm just telling you like the, the direction of this show is like really good. The style is awesome. The, it, it just delivers. And I, I didn't think it would continue to be good after the premiere, but it just kept, it kept keeping me in it. So I'm, I've, I've watched the whole season and I can't, I don't know. I just, if you're going to watch it, gonna try out a new show. I recommend Jet. Plus, so tearing hands open by pulling the fingers apart, stabbing broken bottles in people's throats. Oh, Jet has a nice level of violence that you'll appreciate, Daniel. It, it goes yeah. the distance in several situations. And I'm obsessed with this Chris, Christopher Backus henchman, the actor that plays a henchman in the show. Mm. Um, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Just a great henchman. And I'm in love with him. The show's, love the show's got balls, and it really it makes difficult choices, and it keeps making difficult choices. And I'm looking at Nathan's screen, and I see that he has not put Mindhunter Season 2. Well, because we haven't finished watching it. It just dropped yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that. we've watched eight episodes. Seven. Seven. <laughs> How many are there? Ten? Nine. Again? Nine. Nine. So we'll be finishing them after this. Yep. Yeah, I'll be jumping yeah. into that about halfway through uh, Dark Season 2 right now. Oh, I keep clicking on that, and then I back out right away. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's a time time travel loop sort of thing, so it gets like insane uh, trying to keep track of everything. Hmm. Excellent. It is, it's German, though. Oh, that's hmm. It's dubbed. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I was uh, hesitant on that one. But in turn, you got anything uh, to recommend to us? Uh, I'm going to say... Not, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just that. About that. Uh, Widows. We watched. Sucked. Yeah, we watched that. Sucked. Yeah, it sucked. It was terrible. Sucked bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, Radius was surprising. Yeah, Daniel and, and I watched I that. I enjoyed it in Dallas. Yeah. yeah it was okay. uh, 
that's the TPP, the TPP that happened. And I watched I'm Not There, which I really enjoyed. Is that that Joaquin Phoenix thing? No, Mm-mm. it's uh, it's not that. It's like a weird documentary, like, isn't like, it? Those yeah, it's like um, Bob Dylan. All these different people play different oh, portions yeah. of Bob Dylan, and Kate Blanchett's one of them, and she's she's God. Yeah, of course. It's actually um, Tilda Swinton playing Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's not yeah. always Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Didn't you watch that Quentin Tarantino movie, Andrew? I have not seen it, but I will watch it. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Did you guys see it? What? Oh, sorry. The Quentin Tarantino movie. I have yeah. seen it. Uh, I really liked it. It's the best movie I've seen this year. I haven't seen it because I don't trust Andrew and because I'm scared to walk into a theater and be committed to a full three and a half three hour hours. movie. Yeah. But the it's real question, hours. the real question in turn is, did you did you do a standing ovation? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, when it was done, uh, so the theater, I went in the afternoon, so there was probably 14 people on there, and I stood and clapped until everyone was gone. <laughs> and then I kept clapping. For 37 straight hours. His hands <laughs> the Rock came in and just looked at him and nodded. <laughs> You know, I will say I haven't we haven't seen it. We're not going to go to the theater to see it. I think that's pretty clear. But I'm actually pretty proud of myself in that I have not looked at a single article about it. So I am keeping myself from knowing anything about the movie until I boredly watch it at home. And I feel like that's the best gift I can give to Quentin at this point. (laughs) That's about all he deserves. Sounds fair. Yeah, sounds fair. Would you guys like to... uh get into the lineup which I've been told I'm not I'm not boasting anymore I've just been told these things I've been told that it's the best lineup that we've ever experienced before oh shit we were talking about this earlier well I didn't tell him that <sighs> well, I wasn't sure I wasn't sure but I deep down I knew hmm. you know at the water cooler hmm. there was some talk of this does anyone yeah. want a renter recess before we do that mm. uh, yeah. house of the rising sun <laughs> <laughs> you don't get requests He lost himself there for a second. Yeah, when he broke back into the chorus, my brain almost went, Scat, man! <laughs> so good. I'm digging it, Jeremy. I'm uh, digging it. I see him dancing like Tom Jones or something, like just kind of like walking in place amidst a really cheap CGI background. Oh, please. Please go look at the videos of him singing. Is he in leather pants? Oh, guys. Yes, it'll just, it'll, I think he is. It'll I, make, that's what I felt. That's the energy I was feeling. Is he Christopher Gainsing? It'll make you laugh your ass off. <clears throat> There's a lot of neon mm. lights. Mm. It's great. We have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning, I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. 
I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now. It says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had. Before. Okay, now we don't say this very often. On tra- <laughs> <laughs> Play the greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast. In the lineup for which all of you shall be bequeathed. And I'm not fucking around this time. This time it is serious. Tonight could be the greatest lineup, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on Trailer Park Podcast. Wow! Well, I like a good pound. Uh, Sadzak has has issued a few statements. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Best show ever. Uh, um, <laughs> this lineup will change your life, yeah, and so, you'll punch a baby. And uh, number eighty means harmony. <laughs> punch a baby. Indeed. Uh, trailer one tonight stars Brad Pitt, and it is called Ad Astra. Ad Astra, here we go. What are you thinking about? I do what I do because of my dad. He was a hero. He gave his life for the pursuit of knowledge. Patrol, you getting that over? Crazy out there. There's fires everywhere and plane crashes. They're calling it the surge. Major, we have some highly classified information. What can you tell us about the Lima project? Its objective was to search for advanced extraterrestrial life. The ship disappeared approximately 16 years into the mission. And the commander was? He was my father, sir. This might come as quite a shock to you. Your father was experimenting with a highly classified material that could threaten our entire solar system. All life would be destroyed. We're counting on you to find out what's happening out there. I worry about you. I love you. Please begin your psychological evaluation as best you can. Please describe your current mental and emotional state. I'm feeling good. Ready to do my job to the best of my abilities. I remain fully committed to the lawful completion of the mission. If necessary, I will destroy the project in its entirety. The Earth put its hopes in him. And now, it's fate. It's on me. We have a job to do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Nathan, worried or excited? Well, let's provide a little bit of additional detail here for Ad Astra. 
as I am the uh, very responsible and ho- and uh, excellent host of this show, um, I do like to provide additional information so that everyone can make an informed decision about their worried and excited comments. Okay. Um, so the title. Word, I'm sorry. Like to try to persuade us. Mm. Oh, I see. Okay, you're claiming that I have an agenda <laughs> of some kind. <clears throat> um, ad Astra means to the stars in yeah. Latin. It's actually uh, being used shorthanded for ad astra per aspera, <laughs> which is to the stars with difficulties. Or sorry, to the stars through difficulties. Sorry, Latin enthusiasts. <clears throat> uh, Director James Gray has said it will feature, quote, the most realistic depiction of space travel that's been put in a movie. No, he thinks he can outspace tumble gravity. <laughs> Why did you bring that stupid movie up? Uh, astronaut. Okay, here's the synopsis. Astronaut Roy McBride travels to the outer edges of the solar system to find his missing father and unravel a mystery that threatens the survival of humans on Earth. His journey will uncover secrets that challenge the nature of human existence in our place in the cosmos. How could you not be excited about a science fiction movie about exploration in space? To this kind of magnitude and boasts about the most realistic depiction of space travel. Well, for starters, it doesn't check any of my uh, worried boxes right away. Hmm. Like it's not a sequel or a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It's um, 124 minutes long, digestible. Oh, that's good. Two hours. Uh, I see the rating here is PG-13, but you know that it's a space movie, so that's okay. It doesn't have to be rated R. Yeah, we can still get some preferable. still get some boobs with that rating as well. But rated R sometimes also means like dark concepts, right? Which is usually what I'm what I'm looking for. No, it looks pretty Disney. <laughs> what? Liv, what? Liv Tyler reprising her role in Armageddon. Yes. Tommy Lee Jones reprising his role from Space Cowboys or whatever that movie was. Actually, it's a marketing ploy. And when he finds his father, it's actually Men in Black's Part Five. Oh God. <laughs> And Will spent- Smith is is a planet like Eon from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ego. Ego. Ego sorry. Eon. Yeah. That's another character. Or is Eeyore, it? maybe. <sighs> they spent eighty-seven million dollars on it. It's positive. Is that a lot? Yeah, Not that's decent. Uh, that's less than Gravity. That would be blockbuster. Anyway. Yeah, for I mean yeah. Brad Pitt, that seems kind of cheap. It's thirteen million <laughs> less than a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie. So it's trash. So that's just that thirteen million is just for insurance on Tom Cruise, right? But that could be true. Humble through space. His his comment there could be absolutely true. <laughs> so Chelsea's excited, obviously. Well, it's um, just <laughs> I am excited. Thank you for putting words in my mouth. But I'm Man hesitant, and I just feel like I have to say excited because we get so few original content movies that aren't made by Quentin Tarantino mm. that I just have to be excited. That's a great point. Yeah. Does Disney own this book? Host. <clears throat> I don't think so. It was Plan B Entertainment, and I don't... Uh, wh- what was the opening scroll there? God knows. Bloomberg? <laughs> a Blumhouse? Di- a Disney and WWE. No, movie. <laughs> New Regency Pictures, 20th Century Fox Film Corporation. So Disney owns it. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, but they made it before, way before Disney bought them. Right. Yeah, but it's going to hide a critical truth from us because Disney. It uh, has the three, the only three languages that uh, matter. So it's uh, English, Japanese, and Russian. Japanese, hey? 
That not is Chinese. A clear message. This movie is not going to make shit in China. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, the countries of origin are U.S. and China and Brazil. So. What are you talking about? They're, they're getting money from Brazil, U.S., and China. Oh, there is Chinese money in it. Um, yeah. Oh. It just doesn't seem like a movie that China would be into, anyways. Yeah, I'll go ahead and toss in. I'm excited. I mean, I don't think there's enough here for me to really lay on it hard and take the risk of being wrong. Uh, I'll give it a chance. It is weird that it's 87 million just because it's, it's even weirder to think of that as being a medium budget movie, but I guess that's where we're at. <clears throat> um, Maybe that's all they needed. Maybe yeah, these big budget movies. It's more cerebral. Role. Yeah, there you go. Uh, which I'm fine with. I just hope there's a lot more digging around in space and dealing with cool concepts than there is laying around in beds crying with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that being said, wife. Ooh, man, I am on the fence with this one. Like, on the one hand, original space movie. Big plus, big giant plus. On the negative, do I buy, I love Brad Pitt. I, I really do. But do I buy him as an astronaut? I don't know. And do I really like to, what, from from the trailer, I don't really see him interacting all that much with people. I feel like Brad Pitt is best when he's not alone, if that makes sense. Right, he can't poop on potatoes on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, I'm a little, uh, I don't know. I guess, I'm, I guess I'm excited. I don't know. Have Pitt and McConaughey ever been in anything together? No, but they should. Mm. Let's 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 turn it over to the archivist who can tell us uh, an answer to that question. In turn, uh, has Brad Pitt and McConaughey ever been in a movie together? It's possible. <laughs> really, two actors who have existed in the same time period possibly could have been in the same movie at some I'm, point. I'm checking. You're both checking. <laughs> While you're checking, can you say whether you're worried or excited about Ad Astra? Uh, uh, this is my cup of tea. I'm ready for some some visual pleasure, which is uh, all that this is going to do for me. It's going to please my eyes, my eye holes, and I just can't wait to watch it over and over and over again. Intern, when when you do watch it, can I like sit behind you and just mumble softly into your ear, and it'll be like you're watching like a Criterion commentary track? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Pretty soon that's the only way intern can get off is if you're mumbling in his ear like a Criterion commentator. <laughs> that already happened. He always thinks it was an accident, but I planned all of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <sighs> that was starting to get unhealthy. And as we, we move along here, we're going to be doing um, In the Teeter tonight, a movie starring David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Uh, it's oh, oh, oh. It's called Don't Let Go, and it's got some uh, interesting concepts going on with it. Let's check it out. Don't Let Go. Here we go. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Uncle Jack. You know, the best thing about your dad being such a screw-up is I get to spend time with my favorite niece. Hey, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley? Ashley. 
sorry, Jack. Tell me this isn't happening. I prayed for a second chance to save her. What's that? Just reconstructing the timeline. Who did it? We don't know that yet. There's you know people here. There's a white car. Ashley, turn around and go. Jack, tell me what's going on. I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna let that happen. Chelsea, we're excited. This trailer, I kept trying to guess what it was about, and it wasn't about anything that I thought it was. It kind of takes an interesting turn that I don't think I want to dismiss right away, but I think that the cell phone conversation, the audio on the cell phone might irritate me, depending on how much they do that. I'm also not 100% sure why they have to figure out who is going to kill them because maybe it's because I've been watching too much Mindhunter, but I'm like, random act of violence, obviously. Just stay home or stay out. Go to right, a movie on the day. This guy's a pleasure killer. They don't go far. Um. <laughs> so I'm going to say excited, even though I'm probably never going to watch it. And the next time Nathan brings it up, I'll be like, what's that movie? But I like David Oyelowo a lot. Has he done it before? Was it motivated sexually? <laughs> What's his profile? Hashtag Mindhunter. I do like that uh, Yellow is a is like a, is, is, is a scrawny dude. <laughs> He's a scrappy guy. I like that. Uh, I'll jump in here and just go ahead and throw in. I'm making a strategic, uh, genre, supportive, excited. No. I'm not going to bother to dig into whether or not I'm actually worried or excited. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk myself either way. I uh, wasn't a big fan of Deja Vu. Um, but What about Frequency? Yeah, see, frequency. I feel like it's right there. It's it's a good movie, but then if you step back, you're like, was this a Christian movie script? Um, <laughs> CB radios and Aurora Borealis. Fuck off. I think so. It's like instead of dad, it's like Jesus. Um, mm. But I, I have no problem with frequency. I like that movie as well. Um, this is this is coming from from uh, from Peel uh, making quality black horror films that aren't uh, black horror films. I guess just horror films with black families in them i don't know what i'm trying to say he, this is this is a spawn of a jordan peele's movement in black film and i, I support this wholly this sort of like real to life sci-fi or, or small small pitch sci-fi uh with an all-black cast yeah i think that's a right from the peel movement and uh, i support that and i want to see more of that genre grow so i'm gonna get excited yeah need more movies like this i agree um there is a possible issue here with the trailer not being as good as it could be or possibly giving away too much. No, it doesn't really. 
I'm setting this up. I'm setting this up to have a fight with Amanda because that's what oh, she's. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's what she's gonna say. <laughs> Amanda, is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, I just felt like the first time I watched the trailer, which was a few days ago, I was just like, well, now I've seen, I've seen too much. But you know, because now I'm only left with how's, how are they gonna, ra- how are they gonna end it? I, I feel like I've seen a lot of the movie. But that said. I still think it looks like it's a good movie. I just don't think the trailer is as good as it could be. Um, so it doesn't turn me off from like wanting to watch it. It's just, it's the damn problem with, and, and Netflix is the absolute worst about this, but I don't know who's making trailers. Like it's not a summary. It's not a summary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is not the cliff notes version of the movie. Can you please hook me instead of, of, of tipping your, your hand? Um, so that, that's my frustration. But all that being said, it does look interesting. It is original, and I like that actor. So yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm for it. Excellent. I will also say I'm excited. I I also think there's um there's some question here. Did the parents bring it on themselves? Are they to blame? Did they bring those people to the door? Well, that's was it the dad's there's fault. There's gonna be no. a twist at the end. Oh. The only way the, the only way this will be good is if David Oyelowo is the one responsible for killing. No, that doesn't make any sense. That's a stupid. It makes all the sense. That's, is that's, this that's, the Minority Report that's, situation? That's every time travel movie is the person that interjects to prevent the event from happening inevitably is the person that causes the event. Yeah, but there's he the events already happened. Yeah, that's like the paradox of the of every time travel movie. Though. Like, no, yeah, he's, he's going to tell him to go. Like, by him doing that, he like puts her on a set of events that cannot be changed and she dies. Right. Okay, that's true. Hmm. You're saying he does it unwittingly and he right. only finds out about it. I get it, the loop. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with the whole summary Cole's notes thing. Yeah, they probably did explain too much. But hey, maybe there is a surprise here and I am excited. I like Oyelowo quite a bit. I thought and... at first it was Black Wick. <clears throat> <laughs> or Taken. It could have been a taken. Yeah, <clears throat> could have been. A... Bah, bah, bah. And like him <laughs> sledgehammering in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> the arsenal in the concrete. Intern, uh, in, engage us with your uh, professional evaluation of this film. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a quality film that I'm not going to watch. Mm. Worried. Oh. It looks good. I'm not going to watch it. Worried. That doesn't. Racist. Classic intern. One eighty. Yeah. We need a sound this effect. Is, on uh, You're gonna watch. You watch all the movies, Andrew. Oh uh, yeah, I'll so watch you'll... it when it's free. No, it's an all black cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Hey, I really liked Us and Get Out. We're both great. Mm. Yeah, I watched those, so I'm not racist. The two. <laughs> Asshole. You're talking about it being. Uh, this is a transition from those Dude. movies. The Jordan you, Peele thing. Every it time, is, every time you say a boot, it just makes like every single. It embarrasses us. Canadian you know, stereotype just ring I'm off the wall. I'm gonna carry on about like a, However, I want to. Like a gong and inside you, my brain. Just need to just accept. Sitting there, sitting there with his like straight legs and his like purple shirt that has an <laughs> eye on it and the top half of his flappy head. <laughs> That's a South Park joke. If you didn't get it, Andrew. <clears throat> TV. I don't right. get any jokes related to TV. Uh, let's watch the uh, trailer now for the Fulcrum, which yeah. also happens to be uh, one of the longest uh, horror movies ever made. Two hours and forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's that's the horror part. <laughs> it, chapter two. Here we go. Something happens to you when you leave this town. The farther away, the hazier it all gets. But me, I never left. I remember all of it. Daniel, are you worried or excited about It, Chapter 2? Uh, I'm excited. <clears throat> I liked what they did with the first one. I was actually quite impressed with it. And I really like, um, what's his name, Skarsgård? Mm-hmm. I really like his take on, on Pennywise. Uh, there's a handful of times when he's when they CG him and make him do some silly stretched out stuff. But for the most part, when it's just on him, when he just gets to be Pennywise, he's terrifying. The way that he like never looks you in the eye directly. Doesn't feel like he fits quite right in his skin. Uh, you can tell he's like between worlds almost. I find him really um, very surreal watching him play that character. Wait, so he would be in the hyperplane of hyperspace? Yes. Yeah, you'd be vibrating right in there. Um, the The length is is tough because what do you do? Do you make this a trilogy? You can't. You can't make this a trilogy. You just have less would of those want? dream scenes in them. It's well, not necessary. <clears throat> You guys, right. I mean, I haven't read the book. I know that Daniel has. I know. I think Amanda has. Yep. I don't know. Like I, I think we, Chelsea and I watched the majority of the first one. <laughs> I didn't make it. It was quite long as well. But How long was the first one, Andrew? 225. 225? <laughs> okay. 
So it's similar. But I, I enjoyed every all of what I watched of the first one. I just I guess that the question would be whether or not you can cut if you can feasibly cut things if it damages the movie to cut it. Well, I will say this: it has one thing going for it, and that's Bill Hader's in it. Mm-hmm. Ah. Right. And I'm in love with him. I'm in love Hader. with a lot of people today. Hader's in there. <sighs> And for all of my other Maca boys out there, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll have when's when is one of their friends turned Scottish? That's what I understand. I assume that's the one that kills himself. Mm. Oh, spoiler! Oh, wow, shit. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. all these casting decisions are really great. I mean, they have all these great actors they've chosen for casting, but you know who's missing? John Ritter, Tim Curry, hey, hey, Jay, hey, Jay, yeah. <laughs> And they asked all of the young actors who they wanted to play the adult versions of themselves. Yeah. And the one who becomes Bill Hader actually said Bill Hader. And the one that becomes Jessica Chastain actually said Jack is Jessica Chastain. And one of them actually said Jake motherfucking Gyllenhaal. Jake! I need my money! <laughs> You're too busy being Mysterio. Or making some weird art movie. Art horror movie art horror movie where the paintings <laughs> grab him. <laughs> you think you can do this shit? Jake! If Jake was in it, I would be excited. Otherwise, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you also have to have like a somewhat of an attachment to the story just because it's Stephen King wrote like two books in one anyway. Like it is like 1,200, pages. Yeah. So it's like a book and a sequel just put together, but it's really nicely broken apart and that this demon or this supernatural being that is Pennywise like terrorizes this town in Maine every 27 years. Like he comes, he comes back, he kills a few people, he sucks up their fear as energy, um, and then goes back to sleep and wakes up 27 years later. So it works out really well to have them all scared as children. They fight him off, but he's not really dead, and then they have to call come back as adults and like deal with everything that they left behind. And everything is like even scarier because they're adults now, so the fears have like compacted and. It all plays out so well as a story that I think maybe some of us that watched the TV movie and grew up with that are just so happy to see it given proper attention that maybe we're willing to overlook uh, the fact that in the end this thing is as, as long as uh, an extended cut of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm over the moon excited about this. I know that it's really long, but the first the first one, chapter one, was 225. That's a very long movie. It didn't feel that long to me, and that's just because I have such a great affinity for attachment to the story. The story like really, really taps into a place in my sphere that nothing else does. And so I will put up with, you know, whatever, because it's done so well. Um, can't, I can't, I can't wait. I really can't wait to see it. Worry. The, <laughs> the, the young actors who were the Losers Club in Chapter 1, grew tremendously in the two years following filming, and they had to be digitally de-aged in some scenes uh, for the flashbacks in this one as they looked significantly older than heard about that. <laughs> they did before. Why didn't they film the flashbacks at the same time? Fucking A. They knew they were making the second movie. Well, I don't know if it was a green lit right away, but yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't have done it at the same time. They should have just avatared it and done it all at once. Right. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Okay. Well, in turn, are you worried or excited? Uh, I, unlike Daniel, cannot get past the CG thing. It's like the lions talking in The Lion King. Uh, it just takes me right out. And there's no reason to have those like ridiculous CG moments hmm. to 
just rip you right out of what is uh, a scary thing to be like, oh, fake. So nope, you not scary at all. You this do, is a piece of garbage. You do know and acknowledge that Gravity, a movie that you have jerked off to on several occasions, <laughs> uses a massive amount of CGI. He just edges through the whole thing. You know, like every scene that isn't her on the ground kissing the dirt is CGI. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole Ad fucking Astro movie is also going to be all CG. The and whole thing is green screen. I will uh, ejaculate to that also. Okay. And it's anyway, Astra, uh, Pitt takes off his mask, and it's um, it's actually Leonardo DiCaprio. On a side note, McConaughey <laughs> and Pitt have not been in a movie together. Oh, thank you. Uh, worried <laughs> about it, Chapter Two. Did you watch uh, the first a, one? That was a Mister Show sketch. I did watch the first one. <laughs> Okay, Chelsea, what did you say? Worried or excited? Uh, I think because Bill Hader's in it, I'm going to say excited, although yeah. I'm never going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> not all of it, anyway. Maybe we'll watch some of it. Yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to re-watch the last half hour or whatever we missed of the first one. If I do watch him, it's going to jump right in. Yeah, Maybe well, halfway, we'll half an hour in. We'll start yeah. fresh. It'll be 20% in, and it'll catch you like on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might. I and then I'll the have issue, a nap. I'll wake up. I'll be like, oh, that was pretty good. The issue with chapter one, I think, too, is that we started it too late and then just didn't go back to it. We put it on at like, you know, 1030. and just yeah. made a stupid decision that way. But actually, I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm hater excited as well. I want that man to have success. And uh, I'm pretty sure this movie will be successful regardless of what I think of it. So I think yeah, we, are, we are without concern, though, because yeah. man, man and I recognize that the end of it is fucking surreal. So yeah, I mean, I don't know <laughs> how they're gonna do a like dimensional turtle. It's coming. Some weird shit's coming. <laughs> Hopefully, that's what oh, the wow. runtime is for: is to really explain okay. the lore. Yeah, King, that last hundred pages. Uh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm worried again. Okay, <laughs> we'll just buzz at this before I keep changing my mind. Okay, uh, trailer number four tonight is coming to us from. One of the directors of Swiss Army Man. I found this movie. Dano, yep. Dano, Dano. Uh, the Death of Dick Long. The death of Dick Long. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, you know, motherfuckers want to get weird? Damn, dude. How you doing back there, Dick? You know, I normally don't call y'all about minor shit. This is a big deal. I get it. It's a whole nother ball game. Lord. Did you hear about the murders? Huh? Someone dropped this guy off in front of the ER. Brutally, brutally murdered. Murderer? Who the fuck's murderer? Where the fucking murderer? I guess we got a little carried away last night. Once I had a secret love. You know what, dude? What are they doing? Pulp Fiction. Call Anthony Kiedis. Now you think of Harvey Keitel, Anthony Kiedis is due from Red Hot Chili Shut the fuck up. You were with 
dick last night? Yeah, I mean, for like, I mean, not really. I mean, yeah, but like, just for like a little while. I left early. He didn't come home. The S has hit the fan. What? The S. I don't know what you're spelling, dude. Um, excuse me, please, lady? Dick's dead. Secret loves no Dick is short for Richard? Oh, yeah. How did he die? He fell on a table saw. He got shot by a hunter. Alcohol poison. Ah! How did he die? Zeke, tell me the truth. And my secret loves no secret anymore are you joking so amanda worried or excited i'm really excited about this movie i uh, i stumbled across it on um i think an alamo draft house posting or something and um enjoyed the trailer although it i Again, we kind of had a common theme tonight with the trailers giving a little bit too much information, I think. Um, but I think that the the two guys that accidentally killed this kid or however it unfolds that, the, that it actually happened are hysterical. Like, I think that, that they are, I hope that they are going to carry the whole movie as well as, as they do in, in, the, in the moments in this trailer because they're very, very funny. Um, so yeah, this like murder mystery, noir, small town hicks. I, I'm very into it. Um, very much want to see it. Excited. Um, I just want to say that with the little children in play as well, it's like these guys got together with, and they each have families and stuff and accidentally kill this guy. I think that, you know. I picture you guys a year from now and like Daniel and Jonathan hanging out with some guy and that could actually happen, you know, oh, this, this yeah, whole I'm, situation. I'm, I'm terrified of like fluke shit like this happening to me. It, it, I'm prone to it and I, every day of my life. I'm like, is this where I just brush my teeth wrong and I kill myself? Like what happens? <laughs> They're <laughs> throwing in stuff here that these guys have to juggle. It's the director of one of the directors of Swiss Army Man. And that's one of my biggest questions coming out of this is what happened to the Daniels? Why? I mean, they had a they had a website like Daniels.com. They yeah. had this whole thing going. They were the Daniels. Yeah, I and, of course received an exclusive invitation. And now all of a sudden they are not the Daniels, or this is just this guy Daniel. What is his name? Schulart or something? It's it's Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schulart or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this guy is now making this movie without Daniel Kwan involved at all. The guys who did the music for Swiss Army Man are still involved. I um. Yeah, is this like a, from two of the six producers of Meet the Spartans situation? Well, I don't know. I Who knows? Like, was Swiss Army Man, was Daniel Kwan along for the ride, or was he the genius that made Swiss Army Man happen? Like, we don't have the rest of the Daniels here. So that's a cause for concern. However, it does kind of have a Coen Brothers feel. I'm not surprised that one of the Daniels and or both of them are going to end up working with A24. Uh, the music guys being the same is a huge plus. Yeah, I really like that Disney Robin Hood whistling drawl music that they played through the trailer. It makes it makes me think of the Coen Brothers, and I this has a Coen Brothers feel. That great line in the in the scene where they're trying to clean the car and they're correcting each other about their movie references while they're trying to clean <laughs> clean dicks. 
blood out of their vehicle. Yeah. He's carrying his kid and he's trying to like the, the S has hit the fan, trying not to say shit. It's uh got some I like little details like that. I get really excited when there's attention to detail on a interesting level. So I will give this an excited. Yeah. I think I will also give it an excited. Uh the cop ladies are are pretty funny as well. Um yeah, there's not much that hasn't already been said. Excited. Chelsea? Oh, um since well, I guess since I've said excited a lot this lineup, um, I'm going to say I'm the most excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> this movie totally blindsided me. I didn't know it was in the lineup. I didn't know it existed. And it's charming and it's fun and it's exciting to see. I hope it gets a theatrical release in Canada. And if not, I'll check it out when it comes on demand. I also Will feel it- very drawn to the title. Right. I feel oh, yeah. like an affinity or like a some, camaraderie. Something, something, yeah, some camaraderie towards the title. Yeah, I keep wanting to open my mouth. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, I uh, do want to say that this is uh, my favorite poster in years. The uh, movie poster for this is fantastic. Also, the cop saying, wait, Dick is short for Richard, and being actually confused that that's a thing is really funny um yeah this is uh this is some good stuff here i'm pretty excited i can't wait to go watch this uh i'll probably need to go to calgary to watch it though because it definitely won't be playing in middle of nowhere canada and uh movies play out in the woods okanagan (laughs) valley yeah in that field you call a home i live in between mountains Will it be as like outrageous? Will like they have to dig up uh, Dick Long's body and uh, use his dick as a pogo stick? As they no, that's not going to happen. I think that Swiss Army Man was a one-time event, and mm-hmm. that Daniel Kwan is probably in a, a rehab or something dealing with. Maybe personal they'll demons. team up every other film, I don't and know. we'll have a. I said, no, you don't just use his dead body as a raft. He farts you across the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kwan, he's like, I'm not talking to anybody. <clears throat> Are you finished, intern? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Okay, last trailer, final trailer tonight in the five hole. We have uh, some lighthearted comedy. Uh, we have Brittany runs a marathon. Brittany runs a marathon. Here we go. What brings you in today? Uh, I have a hard time focusing. You get enough sleep every night? Drinks on me for this side of the room. How much is enough? Six to eight hours. Oh, way more than that. (laughs) I had a friend. She was prescribed um, Adderall. And now she's very alert. You know, some people abuse Adderall. What? Let's get you healthy. I want you to try losing 55 pounds. That's the weight of a Siberian Husky. You want me to pull a medium-sized working dog off of my body? Starting to feel like everyone's lives are going places and mine's sort of stuck. Hold it! Hold it, please! Try not to leave all your stuff in the hallway. That'd be the third time this month. Change is possible. I keep interviewing. No one thinks I'm the right fit. I would love you to walk me through CPR for this doll. 
Oh, I'm sorry, this child is dead. I need to get a teeny bit healthier. We have rates as low as $129 a month. You do know that people can run outside. That is zero. I'm black. I ran today. How the hell you do that? Somebody chasing you or something? You can do it. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it. Oh, sorry, I'm talking to myself. My sister, she owns a company. House and pet sitting. All right, I'll stay. Bad taste in music. You the new girl? I'm the nighttime guy, Jaren. I'm done with the drinking, I'm done with the smoking. 50,000 people from around the world are racing today. I want to run the New York City Marathon. I think that is such a good idea. Hmm, that's a bad omen. Hold it! Hold it! This? Cool. Thank you so much. I'm really good at making profiles. God, woman. It's not that bad. I'm just gonna give you mine, okay? Do you know how to spell herpes? This is my last Once I, stop, I, ain't gonna stop till I go too far. My whole life, the world told me I was lazy because of the way I looked. Oh, I was trying to turn my life around. Everything's gonna be fine. People hold doors for me. I'll hold doors for you. This is my last word. You changing your life was never about your weight. Hold it, please. It was about you taking responsibility for yourself. Intern, worried or excited? Oh, I'm excited. I'm ready to watch uh, Britney's life transform. I'll probably be crying in the theater watching this. Um, It's going to be moving in in all the right ways. You know, a nice, wholesome family film. Oh, my God. It looks like pure joy. It does look like pure joy. Almost like a slam dunk. I, I'm ready to watch this. I'm very excited. I laughed throughout the whole trailer. Did you say it's a wholesome family film? Because I think it's rated R. It is, it is rated that's, R. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's wholesome family for me. Okay. Okay. That, that, that sounds more like you. Oh. I didn't know what was happening for a while. I was like, when's the worried coming or something about come? No. Right. No, I really want to watch this. I think I'll I'll enjoy it. Uh, I think it might be rated R because it has a uh, full penetration sex scene. <laughs> it's gonna go full on Caligula. Yep, I can't wait. Right in there. I've full got the special on. edition of that. So now that Andrew said excited, do you want to read that third bullet point you have there? Oh, uh, from the director of a MacGyver episode. <laughs> <laughs> Like the new MacGyver or the old MacGyver? Oh, new one. New one. Only yeah. the new one. Okay. Or the Giver, the Japanese sci-fi. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it's going to earn real laughs amid, or real tears amid big laughs. Stop reading off the poster. What was the British one uh, the, that, that run, was like this? Run, fat boy, run. There you go. Simon Pegg. Yeah. Let's hope it's better than that one. I want to be better than that one because I like the, I like the character in this one. Is she actually losing weight in the movie as well? It looks like she transforms herself in the movie. Oh, she, she does. She actually said uh, in an interview that she lost the same amount of weight that she's supposed to lose during the film, on the film, which is fucked up. Be curious to see if like it affects actresses the same way as it does actors, where if you're like known for being funny at a chubbier weight and then lose weight down to like a classic celebrity look, do you then lose that funniness as well? Uh, I'm interested for science. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> Did I silver shit or whatever it is? Yeah. Silver yeah, shard? You, you, silver, you silver shat all over the, the room. <laughs> <clears throat> Amanda, I'm what what say you? 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I love Jillian Bell. I that's her. Um, she is one of the what I don't know. If someone were to play me in a story of my life, I'd want it to be Jillian Bell. Um, she's she's the Dwight of workaholics. Yeah, I guess. I just really like the confidence that she has in her body, thick or thin, and that she's super fucking funny. And um, yeah, I do hope that this is better than Run, Fat Boy, Run, because that movie is not that good. Um, again, the trailer tells us way too much. I don't know what's going on with trailers right now. You know, I mean, this is a pretty simple story. You didn't have to spoon feed the whole thing to me. I, I can I can tell you what the end is before I see it. I didn't need a two and a half minute trailer um, to do that also. But I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna make me feel good. I think it's a good like Sunday on the couch movie. With these kind of movies, though, I mean, is the Cole's Notes trailer more acceptable? Because I think regardless of what they chose to show you, I think you kind of get it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's yeah, it's no gonna be, be here. <laughs> inspirational. Set up a sequel where she gains all the weight back and feels no. miserable and depressed about herself. Some Bridget Jones too. Yeah. Yeah. But like the but the tra- the trailer of the sequel opens up with her tumbling through space. <laughs> uh, through difficulties, through difficulties, right? Right. Yeah. Brittany runs a marathon per aspera. Per aspera. <laughs> through difficulties. I think it'll be fun, and um, yeah, it's, it's not going to be f- well. It's hitting a lot of. Oh look, there was four different quotes that said they loved it. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I loved it. There was like so, three or four. It's it's a winners in there. Yeah, yeah. Lots of positive mojo here. We want her to have success because she's a pretty cool actress. And uh, I'm gonna say excited. Probably never watch it unless someone like watches it and tells me that it was the bomb.com. Yeah, it'll be like Schrodinger's movie. Like you'll just assume that it was great, but it'll forever exist in a state of. Uh... It's a rental. Let's be honest. It's not <laughs> a good theater movie. Fair enough. Look at that quote mess in the top left. It says full frontal bush. Is that why you want to see it? <laughs> there's there's full frontal bush in this movie? <laughs> excited. Excited. Did everybody say what they had to say? Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Did we all silver shit? Yeah. No. Maybe. No. No. All oh, right. Intern chat on things and acted like a fuddy-duddy. About so did stuff. you. No, I changed too. it to hater excited. No, you changed it to worried. When did I change what to worried? It. Yeah, yeah, I was worried, and then I was excited. And then oh, you were worried. Then I went, fuck, I went back to worried again. Yeah. You're right. All right. All right, folks. That's another episode. Trailerparkpodcast.com. Um, if you don't know how to get there by now, and you don't know what we're doing by now, then I don't know how to help you. I'm not sure yeah, what to 17 motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, maybe... <laughs> Means harmony. Maybe listening to this podcast and engaging in our world is a little bit of aspera uh, or per aspera for you as a person that you need to deal with. And I'm going to leave it there. Does anybody else have anything what they want to say to the cool, uh, let's be honest, it's probably about 10. Cool 10. People? Individuals? I, I doubt that well, they could really, I mean, what more could they want from us anyway? I know. I know. They're like, did Trailer Park Podcast stop making podcasts? No. They just make way less than they used to before and it's random as to when it happens. So we have no idea. Like it's like a little surprise in your podcast app. Oh wow, they made another one. They still exist. That's that's kind of how it is right now. You know how difficult it is this far into it to avoid the very precarious uh, show-ending possibility that we put together a lineup that isn't the best lineup that you've ever heard. <laughs> Amen. <brother>. Amen. <laughs> you know we are only seventeen episodes into season two, so that's right. <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot to tell you uh, that 117, uh, Psalm, Psalm 117 in the Bible is the exact middle chapter of the King James Version of the Bible. So we are halfway through this experience if you look at this like gospel, which I do. Yeah. And like the Bible, the end of this show is, will result in all of our deaths. So 234, that's all we have to do. And then we get resurrected and everything's great again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll get canceled, but like on a hiatus halfway through right. season. Uh, At what point will I be allowed to replace myself with my daughter? That's a good when question. She's like, I'll train her. I'll train I mean, her. We <laughs> might be in season four by right then. Jason, as soon as she can start talking. Or babbling. Or... Oh my goodness. <laughs> it'll, it'll be an internet generation child. <laughs> so your daughter's first words are going to be, I'm worried. Silver yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there is there anything else that anyone has tonight? Does anybody have any questions? Like maybe how to get burned? I, how to get burned? How to get burned? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My legs, puppies. Phallic symbol, phallic symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. I definitely need a Renner rest oh shit yeah we'll get back into that yeah This would make more sense. If you like made like a crooner's album or something, I'd be like, okay. I can see a lot of like guys maybe in their like mid forties might want to like try their hand at that. But the like Las Vegas act. <laughs> yeah, you could see him uh, opening for Tom Jones, eh? Yeah, I guess that's my disposition. Ain't no stopping or quitting. It's the House of the Rising Sun. Yeah, you asked for it. Covers are better, yeah. Yeah, is that on the album? I don't know. Like, I can't believe Renner woke up and was like, you know what, I really need to contribute. I have this burning creativity inside me, and this is what it is. I can't believe his agent said, yeah, we should do that. Definitely. It's not up to his agent. Jeremy Renner's his own person. He can do what he wants. And Uh, he is. His hair is like venom. (laughs) This reminds me... Like when the Spice Girls broke up and they started doing their solo careers. It's like that. I think this is the one he's promoting on a Jeep commercial right now. This is the one where there's a video of him walking. It's like towards the camera way too much in his current music video. It's too bad that he's in it. Should be McConaughey. I think his own song in a commercial he's in. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's going hard on this. And his song sounds like the collaboration on Pussifer and Mila Jovovich. It sounds like the song. Oh yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think I think we just need some more Cage after that. Rose, sister Rose. Of course, another plant, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it!
<sighs> You're right. That did make me feel better. <laughs> Sir Gold, and I will leave you with um, <clears throat> with some Colin Farrell. This hey, way. I love you, buddy. I'd be proud. What happened to your shoes? You fat pussy! If you don't give me a kid's name right now, or I'll pull down your pants and I'll spank you in front of the fucking cheerleading squad. You ever bully or hurt anybody again? I'll come back and butt fuck your father with your mom's headless corpse on this goddamn lawn. I'll butt. Fuck your father with your mom's headless corpse. It doesn't make any sense. Like he will use the corpse to like <laughs> penetrate so. the father's body. But with which body part? Like her neck stump or her arm or her leg or you, what? Or got, are we going to put a strap on on her? You've got to go in at an angle with something that's angular. You can't just like just bruise it in there. Actually, this is a lot like the fucking Ryan Reynolds scene in, that, in, the, in the movie. <laughs> he stabbed him with a brick. With a brick. <laughs> Uh, Intern, take us out. Nathan's a piece of shit. What else is new? That's to be expected. Yeah, sometimes I forget though.